All right, Kelsey, what are we doing here? We are doing our second week and we've decided to go big with a musical teen beach movie. All right, so I'm Cece Ciccone. And I'm Kelsey Bowman. And this is Go Big or Go Decom. And a family-friendly podcast where we yes. go back and, and we watch not in any chronological order, just as the spirit moves us, uh, our, yeah, decoms. New ones, all old ones, all of them. All right, so Teen yeah. Beach Movie, are, are you going to guide us through this journey? Yes, I will. I'll try to keep us on track. <laughs> so Teen, Teen Beach Movie, I'd seen it, I think, twice before. Not I'd when it premiered, it. but I had seen it. Like I said, there was a time when a lot of decoms were on Netflix, and I watched it then on Netflix. Um, we were in college. It came out in 2013. It was the only decom to premiere in 2013. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, I went into this one cold. I had absolutely no, like, I mean, I I knew beachy theme, mm-hmm. you know. Teen but Beach other- movie. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that wasn't, wasn't super. It's right uh, there. It, it's right in the title. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I didn't really know what was going to happen. So I was, uh, I was taken on, on quite, quite a. Quite a journey. Quite a journey, really. We so, start with a surfing montage. Which we love the surfing montage. Surfing montage that is oddly uh, similar to the beginning of Soul Surfer. <laughs> Bethany oh. Hamilton, remember she got her arm bit off? Yeah, oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's very similar to that. No sharks, though. The song during the montage, which Maya Mitchell, who plays our main character of Mac, sings the song, um, it's, the lyrics are like a little intense. I didn't pay attention to the lyrics, See, I gotta be honest. It did. All right, She's- read them to us. One of the lyrics is, be the oxygen you breathe. That's too much for me. Be like yourself? Yeah, she says, I want to be, no, I want to be the oxygen you breathe. Because it's introducing us to the fact that Mac and Brady, our two main characters, are dating. They surf together and they are the two people in our surfing montage intro. It's cute. They're like playing, they're playing around in the water together. It's It's not very romantic. Like they easily could have been brother, sister. That's true. That's true. Um. Uh, yeah some of the other I think some of the lyrics are be the shore to your waves okay. or something like that so I think Disney heard those when someone like handed them a song they highlighted those they said it's great give it to my Mitchell to sing and they didn't realize how intense the rest of the lyrics were fair enough um, and so we have those opening montage they come off the beach they're all happy they walk into uh Max, her grandfather's house her grandfather's house but brady who's the other main character he has a very good relationship with max yeah. uh grandfather mainly because they had the same favorite movie the wet side thought. story wet side story <laughs> which is a great title it is a great movie. title um it is. it is based it's supposed to be 1962 it is based off of the beach party movies which starred annette funicello Um, And she was one of the original Mouseketeers. So she is a Disney legend herself. She passed away in 2013. um, And the first time that this movie aired, there was a tribute to her at the beginning. So I'm I'm full of of the trivia. Lots of lots of trivia. So basically, if if I may, the background of the movie, as you know, I don't pay pay attention to details. So correct (laughs) me if I'm wrong. Um, Wet Side Story. There's a group of surfers and a group of bikers and they are fighting over who gets to claim big mamas which is like a surf bar 
yes. as their own hangout because yes. despite the fact that this is a very large place, they cannot both hang out at Big Mama's. And there's so, no other restaurants in this town. <laughs> no other restaurants, there's... no other place to hang out. I don't understand why the bikers, like it's on the beach. Like I, I just feel like it automatically belongs to the surfers, but whatever. The surfers can hang out outside. The bikers can't hang out outside. They're in leather. They need to be inside. They don't have to wear leather. Anyway, <laughs> so this is their favorite movie. Mac is not impressed by this movie. Not at all. She's just very much like, I. this is a guy thing I don't understand. It's it's outdated. The girls don't surf as well as the boys. Their hair is never wet when they come out of the ocean, which frankly sounds amazing. But not the surfing part, the hair not being wet. Part. I, I wanted to ask you, um, as we mentioned in our last episode, Kelsey actually lives in Hawaii. I do. And Kelsey, have you ever surfed? No. I... What? don't have good balance I don't think I'd be great I like the idea of sitting because you know how most of the time I see surfers most of them are just floating waiting for their wave because they're very polite and they take their turns Mm -hmm. and I think floating waiting for a wave sounds awesome as someone with two kids the idea of being in the ocean for an hour and no one being able to talk to me or touch me sounds amazing actually catching a wave I don't think I am interested But I, I feel like I could just, no, you, you go, it's your, you could go. I'll take the next oh, one. So I, just, I could just sit there for an hour. Yeah. So. I actually have surfed before, um, believe How it or not. How was it? Where? Uh, so just in, in Delaware beaches, uh, I, I did a summer camp one summer that was like extreme sports. And <laughs> uh, one of the days we went to the beach and we took a surf lesson. And I mean, I didn't surf any... <laughs> like barrel waves or anything like right. that but uh yeah I, I did surf a little bit it was fun um it requires an extreme amount of upper body strength that I don't think uh like it's core you're balancing with your core it's, it's core but it's really hard to pull yourself up when the wave mm. is pushing you because if you think about it, you, you, the wave is pushing you forward and you have to, with your upper body, push yourself backwards. So yeah. uh, it, it is, it's difficult. Um, I enjoyed it, but obviously never did it again. So <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. What there, was another extreme sport? We we did, uh, like, we went to the skate park and did okay. skateboarding and we did paintball. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was one. I don't remember what else we did. Oh, we, it, not an extreme sport. We just like went tubing down a river. But it wasn't, <laughs> there weren't like rapids or anything. At least you didn't just... say like croquet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They, they did their best to do extreme sports. You know, in Delaware, we don't have mountains or anything. So right. they, they did what they could. Uh, but so it was we're, good we're introduced to Wet Side Story. And then who shows up? To just, the aunt, just the evil aunt. aunt Antoinette is just the biggest downer. She's and not the vibe. She breaks the the news that Mac needs to leave the next day. The next day to go to the evil place in all Disney movies, which is private school. Private school out east. <laughs> <laughs> out east, just very vague. And Antoinette also vaguely is like a worker lady, but they don't name a specific job. She gets like. She like yells at someone on the phone for two seconds and then hangs up. Like, yeah. She's a business lady. She's a big city business lady, but we don't know which job she, she has. You just know that she does not understand the surfer lifestyle for sure. Yes. No, She her hair is up. It's very tight. Mm-hmm. There's no wiggle room there. No wiggle room. Um, 
This is a big surprise to Brady, since he is Mac's boyfriend and he had no clue she was Mac leaving the next nothing. day. Which... Mac really should have said it's a little bananas she, she really should have said something yeah 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 but we do learn that mac her her parents are not around um, yes her, which... her mother has passed away her father is not mentioned and um her mom had wished so she she and uh brady go outside to have this disagreement they don't fight in front of her aunt and grandfather but uh, she, we learned that her mother had wanted her to make something out of herself. And w- when she passed away, there was an agreement that she would spend the first half of high school living with her grandfather, um, just hanging out surfing. And then when it was time to, quote, get serious, she would m- go to this private school out east uh, that her Aunt Antoinette went to and would bring her to. Um, it's a terrible plan. Terrible plan. Who is ever going to want to leave a high school at the end of their sophomore year and go to a whole new high school for their yeah. junior year? Yeah, it, it just, it wasn't well thought out. But but this is what they're doing. And, and they say, you know, this was your mom's last wish. And so this is what we're going to do. And uh, Mac decides that sh- she wants to go surfing one last time. There's huge waves the next day. Huge waves. Surf like this only happens every 30 years. Oh my goodness. This uh, movie was filmed in Puerto Rico. Some more trivia. Oh, that's fun. Did you watch? I don't know. Do you have HBO? No. They have the the documentary about the big waves in Portugal. Have you heard of them? They're like enormous. It's uh, Nazare in Portugal. They have these like 300 foot waves that people surf. And like you have to get pulled by like a jet ski Mm -hmm. in order to... because. Otherwise, like you don't pick enough speed to actually ride the wave. So that's kind of what I thought about when in this scene where the big waves were coming and they say, oh no, a storm is coming. And like the storm comes like all of a sudden. And so Brady jumps on a jet ski to go and save Mac. And she, she paddles out on her grandfather's board that everyone in the family has found their destiny on, though Aunt Antoinette has no time for the surfboard. She does not care about the the legend of the surfboard. But um, her grandfather found his destiny on it, and his father found his destiny on it. Um, Her grandfather, incredibly chill about her going out in these waves. Um, Brady runs, grabs a jet ski. Whose jet ski? Don't know, but Brady doesn't care. He's going to save her. Um, And her grandfather just really didn't seem too concerned at all i guess that he oh. thought the destiny board would save her he was right he was right he i think could have been a little more concerned yeah so so they go out and, and you see mac crash i guess is, is that the right word if, if you crash when you're surfing yeah I think she definitely falls she falls and brady goes out to to help her and you kind of miss both of them like they both go underwater and then next thing we know the weather is clear the destiny surfboard just kind of pops out from the water the jet ski does not the jet ski does not the jet ski is nowhere to be found because we're in wet side story like in the movie we're in the movie she um they go onto the shore they kind of they're like where are we? What's going on? Where's the storm? Um, 
Brady says, you know, you're supposed to call me your hero and shower me with kisses. And she goes, I didn't need saving. I did not need saving, which was actually what I was thinking while Brady got on the jet ski. I was like, she's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I felt the opposite way. I felt like there was really unsafe surf conditions. She actually did need, she needed some help. Um, But she's a very independent woman, Mm -hmm. teenager. Um, It's very third wave feminism, so to speak. Yeah. Which I'm not against, but just, you know, she's very much, there is obviously a 1962 character that's very much the traditional Snow White, like I'm just kind of hanging out, I'm sort of a, a prop even in my own story. Right. Um, and then there was to counteract that, there was a period of time in cinema where you had to be like quote unquote spunky to be the female mm-hmm. lead, which still is not a very well-rounded female lead mac does have a character arc and realize that she is actively trying to like be that way yeah um but at this point in time she's very like i don't need to be saved i can do this all on my own don't do anything for a boy yeah and and so they they walk out on the beach song and dance is happening everywhere modest swimsuits i appreciate it so that is Yes, all of the swimsuits in this movie cover the navel. In the original Beach Party movie, most women did wear swimsuits that did not cover the navel. But like I said, like I mentioned earlier, Annette Funicello was in those movies. She did cover her navel in at least the first one that she was in. And so that was a nod to that. Also, the wardrobes in this movie are excellent. They are fantastic colors. Normally, we are kind of making fun of the disney wardrobes but they did an amazing job in this one um a lot is due to ruth e carter who's an oscar-winning costume designer did the costume design for this movie she did the costume design for both the black panther movies that's where she is most well known from yep there's some uh oh trivia rodrigo for you there thank you thank you for for pulling us in um and right around here is where i probably have what's my favorite quote for the movie which is maybe we're dead we died <laughs> and we're in a musical <laughs> wait who's did max say that or brady i don't remember you don't have... <laughs> i think it was brady I, I i'm pretty sure it was brady that said it and a, we died and we're in a musical point. which sounds sounds like purgatory to me so um yeah, are you a musical person I guess we should start. Yes. I I am very much a musical person, but I will have to say with this one, I was less impressed with the songs and more impressed with the choreography. Choreography just really hit for me. The the songs were forgettable. I liked, I guess we'll go into it. So we're here, we're on the beach, we're in our first Mm -hmm. musical number. We walk right into it and it's Surf Surf Crazy. This is probably my favorite song. Surf Surf Crazy, it's probably the best musical bit musical scene of the movie um so obviously how we meet the surfers they have bananas names um we have sea cat we have rascal we have tanner we have giggles justice for giggles i'm so sorry your name was giggles they're all fantastic i uh i i laughed actually so anyway i guess we should say they brady gets really excited you know he's like this is awesome this is the best they go into big mama's they're hanging out, and who comes in except for Butchie and the motorcycle gang? The rodents is their motorcycle gang name. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, and uh, their their motorcycle gang is just a heavy, heavy nod to Greece. Um, yes, and pretty is. much they, everything. I mean, even to the point where eventually, like, the girls are wearing pink, like the yeah. pink ladies' pink. And uh, they're all supposed to have New York accents, which doesn't make any sense, but whatever. We'll let it fly. Uh, I'm loving it. I love the like character accents. Like everyone's basically a character. Uh, character yeah. except for um brady and mac it's i thought it was so fun yeah the rodeo yeah, show so on you got, in leather yeah if you picture like you know almost like ken from the barbie movie for the surfer guys i i wrote that down tanner has such kenergy <laughs> he is not a thought in his little brain he's no just thoughts. golden retriever boyfriend all day long oh, um i love it it's so great it's fantastic Okay, so yes, we're in we're in Big Mama's. The rodents show up. Um, yeah. Tanner's hair, also bananas. It stands straight up in the front. It does. So it's much fantastic. hairspray went into his hair. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I did write down the choreo was so fun for all of the numbers. It was. Yeah. The rodents start singing their intro songs. We just had Surf Surf Crazy, and their intro song is Cruising for a Bruising. Yep, Cruising for a Bruising. Uh, love it. Love no, it. No notes. It was, Brady uh, jumps right in. Yeah, and he he's says, just, which is, I have to say, like a little bit of conflicting energy because Brady was so, so deep in with the the surfer crowd. Right. Well, they had just sudden, had a conversation with the surfers that they royally messed up. They were trying to get in with the surfers, and they were very awkward because they didn't know what was going on, uh, and the surfers were a little hesitant to trust them. Which fair so enough. I, mm-hmm. I guess Brady figured. Oh, you know what? I shot my shot with the surfers and it didn't work. I'll jump in with the bikers. And he's dancing. He's singing cruising for a bruising. He's got all the, like you said, all the choreo. They have some fun like props with the soda bottles at the mm-hmm. counter. They really went for it. Apparently Ross Lynch was not supposed to be so heavily featured in cruising for a bruising, okay. but he, they saw how well he could dance. And, and he, uh, just for our listeners, Ross Lynch uh, plays Brady. Yes. And he, he was does. also in Austin and Alley. Yes. Yes. He's the main, he's Austin in Austin and Alley. There we go. That, that was uh past our time a little bit. Yeah. I didn't, I never watched Austin and yeah, Alley. Yeah, me neither. So they have this little uh, dance, not quite a dance off, kind of a dance off um, sequence. There's, there's some rivalry. There's a lot of rivalry there, between well, the, that's the surfers whole point. and the bikers. That's the, that's the plot. Is the, the yeah, you know, it's the, the sharks and the jets. Exactly. The, the yeah. plot of the movie is supposed to be that Layla, who is one of the main biker girls, her mm. brother Butchie is the head of the biker gang, right. falls in love with Tanner, who's one of the surfer boys. Yeah. Um, she is singing "Fallen for You" on stage, and she literally falls into Tanner's arms. Amazing. Which is the next scene in the movie, unfortunately. Do you see my little hair that I cut all by myself? Yep, jumping I did. All, jumping all over. <gasps> okay, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Don't cut your hair, at folks. Who's cut your own that hair. beautiful girl? Would <laughs> she be any cuter? That's me. <laughs> um. So anyway, we we come across an issue right it, in this movie which yeah is that there was supposed to be a falling in love 
that did not play, take place. That was supposed to pit these two gangs against each other and obviously over the course of the movie help them find unity. It's beautiful. Right. Um, you know, we've seen it all over the place. However, Mac and Brady completely mess it up. <laughs> Which is very interesting because this is like the classic plot twist in like a time travel movie. You know, like, okay, back to the future, he goes back and then his mom falls in love with him. Right. And so the whole issue is like, he's not going to be born, he, he, whatever. And that same plot device is used here where they go into a movie mm-hmm. where the problem yeah, is, like, is that they don't know what to do back. next because literally, literally, the two gangs are just standing there like NPCs looking around because the plot point has not happened because Layla falls in love with Brady and Tanner falls in love with Mac or I guess develops a crush on right and so yeah all of a sudden there's no device um to to unify them and Brady and Mac realize that they have messed up and they don't so they don't know how to make this okay they go outside to discuss it they discuss, how are we supposed to get back? Now, there's supposed to be a storm at the end of the movie. Brady says, we came in on a storm. That must be it. And that's it, decisively. Max, yeah, like, yep, no, you're no right. discussion. <laughs> we came in on a storm. We got to leave on a storm. This is the the, the lightning strike in exactly. Back to the Future. Uh, this is how it's going to work. Um, and then we get introduced to this very, very weird character. Um, I, don't, I don't even remember his name. Less but what something. is it? Less, Less something. Anyway, is his first name. It's this like cartoonish villain. Yes, like very cartoonish. cartoonish. They and say he's has... he's British, but he's really from Pittsburgh. Never mentioned again. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's just hilarious. Some of my favorite lines as the rodents walk into the bar. Originally, um, Chichi, one of the females, says, "Big Mama's is like a second home to me. If I had a first one, Chichi, are you okay?" Yeah, Chi Chi, like, do you need a hug? Like, like, right, never mentioned again. And then one of the male biker gang guys says, uh, I popped my first wheelie in here. That's very dangerous and rude inside. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I pop a wheelie. It just always made me nervous. Like, have you ever seen like someone actually on a road, like, popping a wheelie, like, down the road? It's terrifying. My goodness. I, I just, I'm too safe. <laughs> yes, so we meet Les, and he has a a sidekick, a minion. So yeah, it kind of looks like um, uh, Mr. Mr. Smee, Smee from uh, Peter Pan. Yes, yes, Mr. Smee. You know, yeah. I, I see it, yes. He's a scientist, and they are, our maniacal evil guy is a real estate developer who sees how much this beach will be worth in the decades to come, mm-hmm. wants to buy it. Yep. Big Mama says no. So his retaliation plan is to build a weather machine. A diabolical. Will, a diabolical. Yes. Weather, yes. Weather, weather altering, altering machine. machine. Yes. There we go. Which will still the tides. So he controls the moon, I guess. And also that. create it, make it incredibly humid so that the bikers, um, bikes rust and they don't want to hang out here anymore. So everybody right. leaves. Big Mama has no business and she agrees to sell Big Mama's to him and he can build a luxury resort. Honestly, he's got vision. He's got drive. He's got dedication. 
it is yeah. an evil plan, but he is right about how about the boom in beachfront real estate in the coming years. He was right. You know, it's interesting, actually, just this afternoon, I was reading an article about timeshares and how they boomed, like right in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Like that was a and that was, yeah, the, the rise of, you know, building condos right on the beach and whatnot. So, yeah, you know, he, he wasn't wrong. Um, I do find it interesting that this is not the only decon that has a weather altering machine. However, um, do you remember the, the was it the best Christmas present ever? The ultimate Christmas present, oh, which we will Christmas be covering present, in which, about a month. Yeah, which we definitely will be watching because it's in fantastic. the holiday season. That also has a weather machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess you know, there's nothing new under the Disney Channel original movie sun. It is. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's good that they mention how bananas this movie is. Like Mac is incredibly disbelieving about how bananas the movie is because it it's over the top it's they could go over the top with the accents with the outfits with the character with Ta- i mean Absolutely. tanner's just every like we said there's no no thoughts behind his brain just a golden retriever boyfriend running around well um, and that, that kind of works right because the setting for the movie is itself a movie so you have like one you're you're now two degrees mm-hmm. set of of fantasy and fictionalization yes separated uh from the action that's happening yeah so it's like yeah that they're they're able to get that and i mean i'll give it to i don't know if i laughed out loud but i mean it was funny it was funny i appreciated it it was funny Th- those those two actors who play the scientist and less what's his name they put their hearts into it they really went for it they did and they did, did good to stuff together I thought. have you ever seen lazy town it's uh, like you know a what Nicola- i have seen it i have a younger cousin that i did watch it with now that yeah, you say that it's, it's like a um she has the pink hair nick jr yeah show and the villain in lazy town i i'm not gonna remember his name but is very very similar to the villain here in Teen Beach. Yes. I just like the it was the mustache, you know, that like really mm-hmm. thin handlebar mustache uh that they had together. So yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, obviously the Robbie the Rotten was that from Lazy Town? Yes, Robbie Rotten is yeah. in Lazy Town. And, and less camembert. Oh, camembert. like the cheese. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, it is like the cheese. Um, um they don't actually play that big of a role in the movie it's kind of funny it's like they're really just there to like advance the plot but like yeah they're really actually... there to make the storm at the end they could have just had a hurricane come oh there's a hurricane three days out on the horizon but right like it's the beach like it's gonna storm I eventually it, <laughs> i thought it was fun to make it right this is a beach where it never rains so what are we ever Wait, going to do? but his whole point was to make it storm so wouldn't he have made it storm more no, he wanted no surf, flat tides, and lots uh, of humidity. It only storms because they destroy the beach at the end of the movie. Got it. They destroy the beach. They destroy alert. his machine. <laughs> yeah, this is a full recap podcast, so we can spoil from the beginning. That's why I don't know. Yeah. Well, so spoiler alerts. I mean, not that any decom is going to be super. If it's more than five years old, you're allowed to just spoil it. You could just okay. walk up to someone on the beach and tell them how Teen Beach movie ends. They should have, if they really wanted to see it, they could have watched it. It's thir- it's 10 years old. They get stuck in the movie forever. That's <laughs> true. 
Um, so Mac and Brady realize, oh no, we have to get these two together because the unification through their love is what gets everyone to band together and destroy this weather machine that's going to create the storm. That's how we're going to get home. Also going to let Big Mama to continue owning her own restaurant. Um, yeah, uh, Big Mama is, uh, yeah. I, I had to say, whenever they show Big Mama on camera, she's always absolutely delightful. She's she's dressed great. She seems great. Again, great outfits. The costuming is really great. I realize normally we talk, we're going to be talking poorly about the outfit choices, yeah, but the, the 60s it. costumes are on point. Like we said, I mean, yes, was all the biker outfits. They're all in leather, the red accents and white. It was very over the yeah, top. The their, high tops. Their, their bouffants are up to here, but it's, it's fun. It's supposed to be over the top and yeah, a caricature. Absolutely. absolutely. Super fun. They were not taking themselves seriously at all. Agreed. So we run back to the beach with the plan of Mac tells Brady, we need to talk to Layla and Tanner, get them to fall in love with each other. They do. We sing this song meant to be probably my least favorite song. Wasn't a big fan. Yeah, it was a little bit slower. And it doesn't work. Uh, Layla and Tanner do not notice each other. Their mm-hmm. eyes are solely for Mac and Brady. And yep. um, oh, we we left. We first entered. Mac left her rash guard mm-hmm. next to uh, a next to her surfboard, her magic surfboard outside, and it disappears. At this because... point, we. In rash the 60s, haven't been invented. That's right. There are no rash guards in the 60s. So again, this was very throwback to like a, a back to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this doesn't exist now and in, in the in the new timeline. And so it disappears. Yeah, it was so yeah. We get ourselves fun. invited to a hangout for the surfer boys at Big Mama's and a slumber party with the biker girls at Layla's. Yeah, which is kind of interesting that um, that Mac fits in with the biker girls, considering mm-hmm. that, you know, like, she is a surfer. Yeah, it's true. Um, um, the outfits at the slumber party, I loved it. I loved their pajamas. It was straight They're out of like, Greece, though. Yes, it was so, like, pink, so, ladies. The pink ladies at that sleepover. Um, they were doing each other's spirit. hair. Like, they were ready to break out into beauty school dropout. Like, yes and then they sing a song that felt very summer lovin-esque to yeah. me because they were singing it but they weren't in the same scene it was going back and forth they were talking like about fantastic choreography yes so this song is called like me the girls are singing about boys like a girl like me max trying to say be more headstrong ask him out on your own and the girls, girls can like, do no. anything guys can do yes just back again it's very third wave feminism um don't do don't dress for a man don't dress for anyone other than yourself and Brady is saying, you know, girls like when you chill out. And the, the surf Tanner's saying, no, girls like it when you when you take charge. And I mean, I see I see both sides of, of everything. Sometimes I like someone to take charge because I don't like to pick dinner every night. I'm very tired. Yeah, I mean, um, just in general, generalizations right. don't work. That, no, nothing's and true all the time. The whole point, as like we said earlier, Mac will have a character arc where she realizes I've been actively trying to make a decision not based on a boy and but by doing that I was just not making a decision based on my own feelings at all so right yeah because she couldn't affect really how how uh her feelings were and and the fact that she had them so 
And they which do honestly say- is very, very deep. So here's the thing. Teen Peach movie, the audience is not high school, which I think is, you know, like high school, mm-hmm. no high schoolers are watching this. I mean, maybe if they have like- Just me siblings. in college. <laughs> just, just Kelsey on a Friday night in college. Um, but, you know, like the, the real audience is like early middle school. Yes. And so these are like pretty deep things to be uh to be plot devices and to really be the the moral of a story that you know the kids who are going to be watching it are going to be, you know, 10, 11, 12. It's true. They it it is a more of a forward thinking thought process than mm-hmm. a, a 10 or 11, 12-year-old's having like why am I dressing this way? Am I dressing this way for me or for someone else? And also what is the right reason yeah. to dress a certain way? You know what's interesting though that I just thought of is that in 2013, so this probably came out in the summer, but in, in 2013 in, in the fall winter, that's when Frozen came out. And Frozen very much was this, you know, uh, being saved by true love, but it wasn't a lover, it was her sister. It, right. You know, and so, yeah, it is very so, interesting that you have kind and of it, a- It does give that idea of, you might not need a man's help, but you're going to need help. You're going Which to is, need help. And it's not bad if it just so happens to come from a man. Right. It, Which is the most modern way of writing female characters. Whereas, like I said, the mm-hmm. spunky quote unquote character, uh, she doesn't need anyone's help. And right. then the traditional female character um, would need <laughs> just everyone's help all the time. She is helpless and she can't do right. a dang thing. Right. So so we're trying to hit a little bit more of the the middle of the road here. And uh so I I thought it was funny, just like a little side note. Um at, at one point one of the surfers has a uh uh um what's it called? The slingshot, and he says, Oh, I'm just trying to hit these angry birds. And it's just a little nod to oh, I the didn't game even Angry Birds. That, but- <laughs> That is very 2013. <laughs> yes. Absolutely amazing. All right. So what happens next, Kelsey? We have our pajama party the next morning. Max had a biker girl makeover, uh, which is, it's very sandy in Greece. I mean, it's Absolutely. not inappropriate or anything. Again, it's, it's a very modest outfit <laughs> movie, but yeah. um, it's just funny. She's got a big old bouffant. She's got a big bow in her hair and you know, Brady's trying to say, let's just have a little fun. Let's just enjoy that we're here. And she's trying to say, we have to figure out how to get back. I'm supposed to be on a plane. I'm supposed to go to boarding school with my Aunt Antoinette is supposed to bring me. And yeah, there's so no she's... sense of how how time is progressing outside yes. of, you know, being in the movie. It's it's unknown. It's movie magic. Their, their clothes do change several times due to movie magic. Um, That's funny. When she finds the rash guard, like music starts playing, like it's going to be a song. And she's like, no, I'm not doing a song right now. And the music stops. <laughs> uh, so it's it's funny to think that the the movie itself is a character. Yeah. And the movie magic itself is a character. I thought that I was love that. That yeah, personification. Awesome. And very Disney, right? Yes. Like, yeah. They, they invented a lot of these tropes. Um, while uh, Annette Funicello was contracted with Disney at the time that she was in the beach party movies or at least the first one that she was in 
because back then a studio signed you and as an actor you were entirely basically owned by that studio sure. uh they contracted her out to the for the beach party movies but she was still known as a disney star disney yeah. helped to invent or even tangentially a lot of these movie tropes i mean mm -hmm. it's an icon this is the hundredth year of disney it's an icon and an empire uh, all by Absolutely. itself so it was fun to see them poke fun at some of them especially musicals yeah no it is it's actually it's really interesting because obviously we were watching these on disney plus right and so mm -hmm. uh at, at the beginning of some of the movies they have that little montage of the 100th year celebration mm -hmm. and it's kind of nuts to see yeah right so you have like mickey mouse and steamboat willie and you have you know snow white and all of the big disney movies Plus now, you know, they have Marvel and Star Wars. And then in the middle of all of this, you have these little goofy Disney Channel original movies that somehow fit mm -hmm. in this broader schema of what is really, yeah, I mean, every single time I see that little 100 year montage, I, I don't consider myself a Disney adult. But like I get kind of emotional because it's crazy to think about how much they produced and you know how much they've impacted, really, I mean, not everything. just culture. Yeah, absolutely everything over I the mean, course of a hundred years. It, it's nuts. I mean, they changed copyright laws so that they wouldn't mm -hmm. lose solo control of Mickey Mouse. Uh, because previously copyright laws were, I think, after 80 years, something was released to the public and they were able to change them. So that People couldn't do whatever they wanted with Mickey Mouse and set yeah. it out. I mean, it, they just things that you wouldn't think of mm -hmm. are control. They change a lot of Florida laws so that they can. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I mean, to... not always for, for the better. Right. right. Like I, I think um, if I remember right, like during the first lockdowns during COVID, they, they didn't treat their employees all that great, you know, and, yes. and things like that. But, but you cannot deny the impact that they've had. But Disney's had on our um, culture and our our country and I mean frankly the entire world there's look there's Disney parks in Asia there's Disney uh in Paris it's absolutely it, I mean everyone knows Mickey Mouse I had I lived in Europe for a few years when Disney Plus came out I lived in the Netherlands which was the first European country that Disney Plus came out in and I oh. watched all of the Disney movies um there and they uh, Disney Plus is actually one of the streaming services that has the most different dubs of movies so they all of their that movies sucks. they dub in dutch and all kinds of other stuff because mm -hmm. it they're so known worldwide yeah. um yeah and so you, like, you have the big ones yeah right you you have um yeah i mean most recently like moana, moana from here yeah. there moana was trademarked in italy already so that's called like mm -hmm. viana there and that is okay. the version that i watched so like the screen grab is different there mm -hmm. but it's just everything it's slightly changed for different countries, yeah. but it's the same thing. I would listen and like would yeah. listen to the Disney songs in Dutch, but it's the same song, but it's in so different languages. It's just so nuts to me. You have Moana, you have Avatar, The Way of Water, and then you have Teen Beach Movie. <laughs> <laughs> All on the same platform. Yeah, created well, by the same Yeah, the, the same producer. So company. Yeah, pretty nuts. All right, where are we going next, Kels? So we are, uh, we've devised a plan. Um, we, Mac decides to, she surfs with Tanner. She surfs just as well as Tanner does. He thinks she's different because no one's ever surfed like that before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have kind of a heart to heart where she sees that he's not 
just an airhead and um then yeah, it, it's funny because she, she kind of acts like she doesn't like him like for most of the movie yeah which is kind of funny and he's like very into her and she's not into yeah. him and even she doesn't even want to talk to him and then that doesn't work to get tanner to fall in love with layla so she has a one-on-one uh sleepover at layla's i I guess we're in a movie so there's not really any asking where their parents because they're in a movie there are no parents (laughs) they're not real because it's like i feel like normal parents would be like where'd this girl come from why is she here two (laughs) nights in a row does she have a family why does she act so weird yeah and we learn we really bond with layla we learn layla such a girl's girl when she see she she has a crush on brady she sees brady talking to mac and she says oh bonkers are you two together i'd never take another girl's guy layla is just not here for that she she's a she's an og she's a ride or die and they um layla's necklace has the same flower uh design as on her grandfather as on mac's grandfather's magic surfboard um layla says it means friendship forever and they decide to be friends forever and Layla tells Mac Layla wants to surf which is the most far out idea yes yeah totally against what the what the biker biker gang is all about exactly so she wants to surf um and Mac says Brady will teach you to surf but then the next day Mac is trying to get Tanner to walk right. in the direction of Layla. Because uh, they Tanner do want to it. fall in love so that the the unifying uh gang can can stand up together to to save big mamas. Exactly. So uh <laughs> Brady walked not Brady, Tanner walks the wrong way on this on the beach a couple times because he's just confused. He's just a little puppy wandering <laughs> around. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going on a beach yeah. he surf his whole life. Well, also and- the 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 movie got messed up right that's true that could also explain why he's such an airhead he gives mac a a headband he made out of indigenous flowers (laughs) native to this region beautiful it is very sweet and um so she sends him towards layla she goes to find brady she and brady burst into song they're they're becoming more in tune with the movie they're becoming more permanent there they burst into right. song involuntarily um basically about how they don't want to be bursting well brady's fine with bursting into song yeah the, the song is concerned. can't stop singing yes which was actually my favorite was it it was the choreography was fun i thought the props were fun ross lynch did a, bla- a backflip he just stood up and did Amazing. a backflip yeah. i wrote down did he do that backflip but then there were bloopers well, at I the end. I think this is an ongoing question of whether or not the DCOM stars do their own uh, stunts. It's true. Yeah. I think Ross Lynch did that backflip. Pretty cool. And um, then our evil guys show up and they, they, they try to murder Brady because they shoot him Straight with a gun. Up. And then they say, it's okay. It was set to stun. And the Scientist says it's okay with said to son, and Les says darn. So he they were disappointed. That they did not murder. Murder that team. So then they decide, ah, oh, we'll just kidnap him. Fair enough. They, they bring him back to their lab. Um, and they're deciding they because they had realized they realized that um Mac and Brady were aware of the 
weather altering machine, right. diabolical weather altering machine. So they couldn't let that happen. Them. So we have to kidnap them or murder them and Actually. bring them back. We kidnapped them and brought them back with us. Uh, they do some fun prop comedy, the scientist and Les Camembert, where they um, are pulling plutonium out of just a regular fridge that has a slice of cake in it. Yeah. Uh, not science. He never took like college bio because that is more <laughs> cab. Not, is not proper <laughs> lab safe. <laughs> it's not lab safety. The scientist says, I have my mom's eyes. I let her keep the rest of her face though. And love it. I not creepy at all. That was great humor. I that was like the exact weird out of the swords line I wanted from my villain. And then um, we didn't ever, we don't discuss that. He goes, we only have one mother. <laughs> I loved it. Well, I was like, these are the, right. these are the out of sorts things I want. Um, it's like in Monsters University, mm-hmm. Art, who's the big purple guy at mm-hmm. one point, they're like, can anyone do anything? And he says, I have an extra toe. Not with me, of course. <laughs> So you just love 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 those weird things. I just love <laughs> I love a joke about some just spare body parts uh hanging around. Yeah, and... so so they get tied up. Yes. Our, While we're... our lead characters. Yes. We flash back to the beach. Layla and Tanner do meet on the beach. He says, I can teach you to surf. Yeah. And they realize they are the ones who are meant to be together yeah, and they fall in love and they fall in love all on their own they didn't so. need mac and brady except they kind of did because mac told him when, where to walk and left her there they didn't need brady <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so they fall in love and then they they realize that something's going on yes the headband he had given to mac washes up on shore he says mac would never lose this headband something is wrong they uh realize that there is that less Camembert has the weather diabolical weather altering machine they run to big mamas and they unite the surfers and the bikers together to take it down and save big mamas they start walking to the lighthouse where they are hiding this diabolical weather altering machine yes uh butchie lead of the biker gang tells us he's afraid of lighthouses Everyone has their things. That's I missed that. I missed that one. <laughs> and they talk him into coming, and he still tries to sneak out, but Giggles catches him, sets him in the right direction. So go, Giggles. Go, Giggles. Um, and we're all headed there. We start just destroying this lighthouse. We're erasing everything on the whiteboards. Yeah. We're just hitting things with our shoes. We, uh, after Tanner tells Brady and Mac he's here to save them, um, and he just kind of looks at them for a little bit, Mac's like, are you going to save us? Are you going to oh, yeah. us? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And then he saves them. Uh, you know, he's got the best intentions, okay? He, just, he does. He just, that, that oh, last step. Not one thought in his pretty little head. No so. thoughts. <laughs> uh, and then we realize that Layla realizes that this weather-altering machine is very similar to a motorcycle engine, but the the boy's hands are just too dang big, sausage-like, to take it apart. But she does it with a hairpin because girls can do anything boys can do. Hey. We also tied up the scientist and the evil guy and left them there, and I thought we killed them, but they're fine. How do you know that they're fine? We see them in a boat afterwards. The machine. Oh, that's explodes. right. That's right. And and I wrote, oh, they're dead, but they're fine. They're in a boat. 
it is, uh, they're in a boat. They realize they're not going to win. Big Mama's going to keep Big Mama's. This, we know that this is going to set off the chain of events leading to our storm. There's a heartfelt goodbye yep. between Mac and Tanner and all of our surf friends. Layla Absolutely. gives Mac her necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, they decide to be friends forever. Yeah. And they there isn't a storm for a while. I kept thinking to myself, there's really not a storm yeah. going on. And we need a storm to leave as we realized they in did. the first But act. it came out of nowhere. And, uh, yes. We take our magic on. surfboard. We ride into the storm. Yeah. And we pop up again back in the real world. We've done it. We And we learned our lesson. While she was tied to the diabolical weather-altering machine, Mac realized she'd spent too much time you know, making a decision not based on her feelings, just based on what other people wanted. And she realizes what she actually wants is to stay, keep surfing, stay with her grandfather, finish high school, and stay with Brady. She doesn't want to be the type of person that the private school would make her into. Yes, exactly. Which is funny. That's very clear. Because listeners, Kelsey and I both went to private school. Both went to private school. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I don't think we're, we're too preppy. We're just fine. I definitely would not describe myself as preppy. <laughs> I shaved half my head once, so you did. You did. You did. As a matter of fact. All right. So, so that's our movie. That's that's, that's our TV movie. Well, movie. no, we have a final dance sequence, which doesn't oh, yes, we do. even make sense in the plot, as we are not. It doesn't in because Beach the songs, movie anymore. Right. We're because we're in Teach Beach, but whatever. And Antoinette lets her hair down, so I guess also she's fun. approved of our. Uh, of our ability to stay here. Then we have some uh, bloopers during the credits, which was cute. Mm-hmm. And after the bloopers, did you watch past the bloopers? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> um, the, some of the surfers and bikers come out of the water in our world and talk oh. to a man with a mohawk, which really throws them out of sorts. Is, yeah. is that so what they, happens in Teat Meat movie two? I will just say they set it up for a sequel right, mm. right from the beginning. They Got set it. it up for a sequel right from the beginning. But that is our movie. Um, I'll, I'll see if I have any more trivia. I don't think so. As for Passion for Fashion, all the fashion was amazing. It was really I good. Mean, I mean, yeah, it, it everyone looked very attractive, you know. And everyone did. What they it was were wearing and... over the top, but I loved it. While Mac is packing at the beginning of the movie to go to private school, she is wearing a scarf, I guess, to signify that she's going out east. <laughs> wear scarves in the east. <laughs> And I thought, why are we wearing the scarf? But other than that, no notes. I could never have designed. Um, the uh, Garrett, who played Tanner, mm-hmm. said that they sewed his shirt to his shorts so that it wouldn't come undone Got while it. he was doing his dance numbers. So they really thought it through. Mm-hmm. They were just doing everything. And then that's all the trivia I have, too. So I think we're done now to the important stuff. How would you rate this? One to t- I guess nostalgia factor. There's none for you. Yeah, you no nostalgia factor uh, whatsoever. How about when for you? I, when I watched it, I mean, I was in college, so it it was fun to watch it again. I think I still have even more grown up ideas about it than I did at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it still. I mean, it was as good as I remembered it. But the the nostalgia factor for none of it was even 2013y, except for the eyebrows are better in this one. Sure. Than in than in Cadet Kelly, but um. Mm-hmm. It, because it was set in the 60s, the nostalgia still isn't even there because sure. it's not really in that 2013 time period. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how would you rate this on 1 to 10 
Disney wand IDs. So for me, Cadet Kelly was seven. Mm -hmm. I gotta be honest, this was a seven and a half. More so than Cadet Kelly. More than Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Tell us why. Well, I just felt like this one was a little bit more, it was more fun. You know, Cadet Kelly was, had a lot of serious Mm -hmm. aspects to it. Um, that Teen Beach it's movie true. really was just fun through and through. You know, I, I can enjoy it. Military high schools are not really known for being so lighthearted. Right. Yeah. So so the lightheartedness I really appreciated. Because um, that was, you know, watching all these movies, I don't want to feel like an adult. Like, I, I want to get in touch with my, yeah. with my youthful side. And, and I felt like this was something that, you know, at 11, 12 years old, I would have thought was like the best thing ever. So yeah, I, I appreciated it. So I'm gonna give it seven and a half wands. Wand ID Disney Disney Channel yeah, wand so IDs. You're you're CC Sakone. And, and you're watching, watching the Disney Channel. Exactly. And I give it seven and a half wand IDs. Kelsey, how about you? Okay. I ooh, I gave it, I would say six out of ten wanted. Okay. Now I gave Cadet Kelly seven and a half. You did. I think I just love Hillary Duff. <laughs> might have been why I, I think the nostalgia it. factor might have clouded your vision a little it bit in that did. one and I will say the uh, scene at the beginning where Mac and Brady are arguing about her going to private school the mm-hmm. acting was not great now fair enough Ross Lynch was 16 when they filmed this okay and he was the youngest actor yeah um, so he was set. appropriately aged so he was appropriately aged mm-hmm but, and it is hard to find someone who can, because he does his own singing, who can sing, who can dance, he does mm-hmm. his own dancing, and be a great actor yeah. and is 16 years old. So and he's Zac doing Efron great. didn't even do that in HSM, no. the first well, one. Well, he can sing, they dubbed him. We'll discuss that when we get to High School Musical. Also coming <laughs> That's next That's a whole month. nother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the High School Musical episode might be extended. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, the acting there wasn't great, which again is not, they, he's a child. It's, it's he had to do a lot and so I have to do a serious fight and then I didn't love all of the songs so yeah I gave it although I will say the wardrobe That's I'm true. gonna up it to 6.5 the wardrobe was the wardrobe. so on point it was very aesthetically pleasing it was nice to look at it would well, almost be nice movie. to just put a mute in the background yeah they're just it's colorful they're jumping around absolutely um, put, put the greek the grease soundtrack behind yeah yeah <laughs> It would it would work really would well. So that's right. us and yeah. Cece, I think do that's... you want to tell them what we're doing next week? Yeah, you know that's what we have for Teen Beach movie. Um, for our third episode, drum roll please. We are going to be doing Johnny Tsunami, right? That's Johnny what we Tsunami, another yeah, another yeah. zombie movie, which was not intentional, but this that's is fun. exciting. It's our first one with a male protagonist. Yeah, because well, Ross and not Ross well Brady and Mac are the protagonists in this movie it's really sure it's really about Mac so and, and this is really it's this is our first solid sports one because there's yes. quite a few sports decoms that um, is definitely a genre of decom it's also one of the older more original ones it is I'm excited so yeah I can't wait so thank you for joining us as we went big or went decom 
Right. We we no. did both. We went. We did both. We <laughs> so this is go bigger go decon, and we hope that you enjoyed. Oh, and this time I need to remember to say that you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can watch the full episode on YouTube, and if you choose, you can follow us on Stubs, Substack or gogodecon.substack.com. Excellent. Right. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>